Hello and welcome to the Promo Noise Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Morin. And of course, you know already that this is a show about business education. We're taking a look at real life examples of people that thrive, people that are learning, people that want to teach us all about the world of business. And we are specifically looking at promotional advertising. This particular session today is part two of a three-part series featuring the creative and talented Lisa Fosdick. Lisa has been a member of the promotional advertising industry for two decades, is extremely highly regarded, is very, very good at what she does, and has so many unbelievable ideas. The first part of this interview revolved around the newest company that she's working with, and that's Tribe Socks. And part two is going to delve into the wild world of branded treats. And we're going to talk about a company that appropriately is named Branded Treats. Stick around, check out part two, and then you're going to want to check out part three, where we delve into NFTs. That's right, the wild world of non-fungible tokens. Ooh, it's all coming up. This is going to be amazing. Enjoy part two on Branded Treats. Here it comes. Let's move from one really original product category in socks to the next one, which is another line that you've been working with recently, and it's called Branded Treats. It is. And so I am seeing more and more often these days, Lisa, a movement towards uh, food, towards treats. And would I be wrong in assuming that people are doing more of this because we are working in isolation because we want to send something that people are just going to absolutely adore in the moment. And talk to me about the philosophy behind treats these days. Like why, why am I seeing so much more of it? Well, I think a few reasons, Alex, you know, COVID has everybody, um, you know, rethinking their work life, rethinking what's important to them and companies are rethinking how they recognize their employees and how they keep in touch with their clients. And because you can't go into the office in the same way that we used to, I think the idea of drop shipping and surprising and delighting someone at their home has really taken hold and been accelerated by COVID. And, you know, I'm not a thought leader in that. Lots of people feel that way and think that way. Um, So Branded Treats has been... Um, I guess, fortunate enough to be positioned during this crazy time to uh, rise to the top of drop shipping and personalization. So Mm. what we said about Tribe Socks, the whole idea of drop shipping, personalized pieces, one piece on demand, we developed that same um, service at Branded Treats. Mm, Awesome. The idea is HR folks, marketing folks, you know, they can personalize it to the recipient. So I hope I'm answering your question, Alex, um, why I think that drop shipping has grown in our industry um, and food in particular also relates to supply chain, Alex. Food is, is not as affected by supply chain, at least at branded treats, because we bake everything to order. So mm, okay. we created um, alternative packaging. So if we couldn't get one package, we would have automatically a backup. 
And because um, Oreo cookies are always available, we never run out of those. And we bake the cakes and we bake our cookies uh, fresh on demand. So I think that's another reason other food companies like Batch and Bodega and uh, Midnight Snacks, you know, I don't consider them competitors. We are all growing this channel together. Um, mm. That's why the food industry, I think, is flourishing. And of course, Maple Ridge Farms is the OG, you know, the OG <laughs> of uh, of uh, being wonderful at drop shipping treats. So, I think that has a lot to do with it too, Alex. That um, the ingredients are readily available. So I want to get into that in just a couple of seconds, but before I do, I wanted to make another comment about food that I find quite interesting. And I love your philosophy about supply chain, about the reality of the COVID situation and working in isolation and all those factors that contribute to the growing nature of this product category. Nevertheless, the other thing I'd like to add is that there is an emotional component to food that's really, really important. I think that every single one of us, everyone who's listening to this interview right now can relate to a time that you were at your grandma's house or mm -hmm. you were in mom's kitchen and you were making cookies or you were making a cake yeah. or you've been to a birthday party and you get that cake. And so it's nostalgic when you receive a box and you open it, we are familiar. It is ingrained in our psyches, this, this smell, this, the, the olfactory senses are on overdrive, which is a really interesting concept, the repressed nature of our that one sense. But we smell it and instantly it evokes an emotional response. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's something to that as well with the growing uh, market there with regard to food uh, is the emotional connection that we all have to it. Because I know when someone sends me a treat, um, you know, I've recently received like a, instead of a bouquet of flowers, you know, a bouquet of, of, of fruit that's mm -hmm. all in, you know, like in this big thing. And it's just marvelous to receive it. It's like, oh, like we're the happiest people in the world. <laughs> you could have given me a diamond uh, plaque yeah. and I'm more excited by the food. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> and, and not to mention my wife and my kids, everyone's like, my gosh, we're, we're on cloud nine. So I, I think that you're in the right place at the right time with regard to um, where we are emotionally at this particular time in life and how we can resonate with food that is coming our way. So, you yeah, know, I, I hadn't really, really cool. thought about it in that way, Alex. So I really appreciate you mentioning that. Um, I think when you receive something like this, which is our chocolate dipped Oreos, you know, you can get with wow. logos and you can get them with drizzle and all different oh. sets. When you can share it with your family, you know, because we're not in an office. So getting something like this that you can share with everybody and share that joy with your family and open this and smell chocolate and, you know, go back to that experience in the kitchen. Right on, man. I hadn't really thought about that, but I think that emotional connection is really important. And just that recognition, like my company or my um you know, employer thought so much of me that they took the time and did the effort to send me this. And we can also personalize these, Alex, with people's names and dates and things like that. So oh, it can be hyper-personalized too. Um, let okay. me just show you this really cool little thing. Speaking about right. the emotional aspect. 
So this is this comes in this little box with this cover. Yep. And it's wrapped in cellophane with a ribbon, and it's a little cake. Isn't <laughs> that the cutest that? little thing? <laughs> it is cute. Yes. I, who wouldn't want to receive a mini cake? Right. So I'm it's, in. it's real cake inside. It's dipped in white right. chocolate. And then on the surface here, we can print anything. So we've created a series of icons that say happy birthday. And then you can put the person's name in the middle. Or it Amazing. says happy anniversary or congratulations or thank you. And they can be personalized one piece at a time. So I think that's really a surprise and delight right there that people won't expect to receive. It's different. It it's unique. Is. It's fun. It truly is. So let's get into the ingredients. You talked about the fact that this sort of circumnavigates the supply chain issue because a lot of your goods are baked on premises. So where are you located? Where are you baking? How long has um, have the ownership been around? And is there love baking? Have they been doing this forever? Talk to me about the, the roots of this company and, uh, and, and where their love and passion comes from. Because oftentimes we can judge a company just by understanding a little bit more about its roots. So talk to me about the roots of the company. Yeah. Awesome question, Alex. So I live in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Um, okay. Branded Treats is in Middleborough, Massachusetts, which is about 10 minutes from where I live. And it's a funny story. I met the owner of Branded Treats. I belong to a hiking club and I, before COVID would hike every Sunday, you know, around the area and the owner of uh, branded treats was also in the hiking club. And we just started talking one day about what we did. So, um, Russ has owned Veronica's treats was the original name of the company for 18 years. Um, okay. he had a partner, her name was Hillary. Um, she's no longer in the business. She, you know, was ready to move on and he purchased the business from her. So he's the sole owner now. He's a Vietnam vet. Um, he's a really okay. cool guy. He's been in the food business his whole life. He actually was instrumental in building and selling a crouton company that was owned by Cape Cod Chips. So oh, he has cool. a, a lot of experience in the retail side of the food business, but not the promo side. So when we okay. met four years ago, we started just sketching out this idea of how do we bring all this goodness to the promo space? And Russ is passionate about what he does, but he's also more of a technical guy. And if you, I don't know if you can see the amazing imprint on this cookie, how beautiful I that can. is. And it's so crisp. It's so beautiful. So his original business was the edible images and he developed um, and fine tuned the technology to be able to print on the, this edible paper and then um, have that be able to be applied to these treats. So that's oh, what he really cool. built the business on in the beginning 18 years ago. And cool. then when he met Hillary, she was specializing in cookies. And so they joined together and expanded the line. Um, and again, over the 18 years and then meeting me realized there was a whole nother way for them to grow their business. Um, and we started to develop the idea of one piece print on demand, which you and I both know has been a gap in the industry for a long, long time. 
Absolutely. So absolutely, that's the business. Uh, Rush is pa- Russ is passionate about it. Um, he's not a baker, though. He it's not like he he fine tunes the recipe. He we have an amazing staff in the bakery, pastry chefs, and folks that have gone to school in our um, gourmet bakers in their own right, they create the products. So one of the products that we're super proud of is our cake pop. So I don't know if you can see that. Can you see the little image on there? It's hard to see. It says thank you. Okay, so thank you. Yes, yes, yes. But this is a, we just got a cake ball rolling machine, if you can believe it. It's like the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory at the bakery. It's so cool. So um, we used to hand roll these, bake these to order, hand roll the pop, hand dip it in chocolate, hand drizzle it, and then hand apply the little chocolate disc with the logos. Um, And we still do that, except that we have this magical cake ball rolling machine that rolls like 1,500 balls in an hour. (laughs) Excellent. So your capacity is good then. Yeah, so we're expanding our capacity, which is amazing. and we also do a lot of things with these sprinkles. Um, these are hand That's pretty too. Yes, yes. That, that, that gives it a real unique look. So the fun thing about those is you can see we can print amazing images, Alex. We did all the Van Gogh, you know, the Van Gogh show that's traveling um, around I now. Do. It's yes, like a 3D Van Gogh exhibit. We did yeah. all the cookies for that. Um, exhibit with the Van Gogh paintings on the cookies and they're spectacular. So the detail, yeah, the detail and in the pride that the team takes in making sure that everything goes out looking beautiful um, really is inspiring. So made in USA, no supply chain issues, print on demand, variable data, drop shipping. You know, we check all those boxes and the emotional part that you mentioned, like delighting people. We, we get lots of emails and comments and people send us photos um, after they've received the treats of the treats and their family with the treats. And it's it really makes you feel good. Yeah, it certainly does. And and all you have to do is look at the smiles that you and I have on our faces right now as you show some of these samples. We're kind of like little kids. It's like, oh, yeah. Right, I mean, right, I, right. I remember going to like the corner store with my 25 cents and buying little gifts and little treats, right? So I can see how giddy people would get getting these. And now that you've given me a little bit more understanding with regard to the culture of the company, I feel so much more comfortable. I I feel like I understand where Russ is coming from. I feel like I understand what your goal is in building this beautiful company. Um, Is there any trade secret around how you actually put the beautiful logos onto the products? Like, are you putting that on something crazy? Is it something eco-friendly? Like, what do you do there? Or am I asking, am I getting like too personal, Alex? No, 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 that's a great question. Um, Yeah, so it's an edible image. Printed on an edible paper. There, I can't say it's um, the ingredient. There's a lot of ingredients in there that I don't recognize the names. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So the paper itself, but then the inks are edible, and all of our products are made not from scratch, everything from scratch, but with scratch ingredients. And we're not a nut-free facility, although 
we, we, we cannot say that we're a nut-free facility, but we have no nuts in our facility. But occasionally something might come into us that's been made in a facility with nuts. So we can't say that we're nut-free. Um, I can't say that, that about my business also because I'm the biggest nut in my business. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get you. Well, and you. another thing I should mention is that we have gluten-free Oreos and we're adding gluten-free cakes and uh, cookies to our line. So that's been a very um, common request that we do gluten-free products. So we, we just launched gluten-free Oreos and more products are coming. And we also have mini Oreos, Alex. And I don't have a sample Ooh. right here to show you, but they're super cute. And they're on our website. I love it. I love it. And in terms of corporate programs, is this the perfect item for a corporate program? You know, could you hook up with a large bank, a large insurance company, a large mortgage brokerage yeah. and, and create, you know, monthly things that we're giving out? Like what, what would this look like in terms of corporate programs? That is a great question. So yeah, what we do a lot of programs now um, for folks like Fidelity and um, Prudential and other big Excellent. organizations that have multiple reps around the country. And we get orders weekly, sometimes daily. Um, it comes okay. to, we have a template we ask our customers to use so we can upload it right into our system. And we print, we, we bake and print on demand every day. Um, and we do have collections, Alex. So like you could do a cake pop. This has a congratulations on it. So you could do a okay. cake pop a chocolate dipped Oreo, a Oreo pop, and another cake pop. So we can create a collection that has the same look and feel to it, um, but okay. might be used for different purposes and in different price points. Our most popular set that we sell is a set of six, and it comes like this in this beautiful box. Um, oh, and we terrific. also do a set of four that's one of our super sellers of the chocolate dipped Oreos. Um, so what was the original question there? I forget. <laughs> oh, we were talking about corporate programs. And oh, you yeah, a great corporate job programs. So, yeah, yeah, ideal for corporate programs, both tri Tribe Socks and Branded Treats. Um, we are working with clients now to set up a landing page for them with multiple um, treats on it so that their reps can go in and sort of create their own collection or create their own um, drop ship. Like they might, might want to send a set of two Oreos or two cake pops so we can mix and match as well. But ideal for programs, no inventory to stock. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, no so you and I both, we would both love that, right? Having been in the inventory game for so many yeah, years. Yeah, no inventory. So nice personalization and drop shipped. I mean, again, the trifecta, the, the big three really right, of pain points in our industry are solved by these two companies, which, which is, I'm super excited about it. Like I can't wait to continue to evangelize to distributors because I think we can make their lives easier. And I was a distributor, Alex, you know that for 11 years. And before that, I was a, a rep for a big distributorship. I would love to take pain points away from my brothers and sisters out on the street, you know, trying to make sales and support their families and everything. If we can make it easier for them, isn't that great for everybody? You know, if you can go to bed at night knowing my order is going to get delivered, it's going to show up on time. 
I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but what we try to do with both companies, it's take those pain points out of the equation. I think that's what makes you unique, Lisa, is the fact that you have so many years in the distributor arena and so many in the supplier arena. And that's one of the things that I used to love about working with you was I could always go to you in the past and ask you for your perspective in terms of how the following idea is going to be received by distributors. And that puts you in a really unique position. You're able to understand both sides of the equation and come up with solutions that really work for everybody. And after all, that's what we're attempting to do in this industry is, as you say, remove pain points and make the process so simple, so fun. And yeah. if we can do that, then it's just that the sales grow because everybody's winning. So yeah. congratulations, Lisa. I love these two lines that you're representing. I love what you're doing here. And I love the uniqueness of, of the way that they're being delivered in both cases, Tribe Socks and Branded Treats. Thanks. Where can our people find Branded Treats? Is there a website? Uh, there you got a, got an email address as well? Yep. Yeah. So brandedtreats.com. Um, is our okay. website and everything on there. So it's fed from ESP. So we're, it's, it's got the data from ESP. So everything is on a C on the branded okay. treats website. It's client friendly. So you can bring your clients there. We also do free virtuals and we do spec samples. So don't be afraid to reach out to me. That's Lisa at branded again on LinkedIn, direct message me. Um, I would love to do virtuals if anybody wants to do a collection, which has become really popular, showing a client one of everything um, and then letting them know that they can combine them into sets has been working really nicely. And another thing too, Alex, that we worked on when I was at Hub was the idea of stock art so that you could go and you could choose art that was already created with a message, happy birthday, congratulations, mm -hmm. um, five-year anniversary, 10-year anniversary. Well, we've created a library of those with placeholders so you can just drop your logo into it. So it's already designed. Another pain point for distributors is designing these things. It's expensive. They might not have the staff. Um, so we tried to remove the pain point with that. I, we call it, I, we're calling it iconic art so that you can just pick from what we have available and drop the logo in or drop the person's name in. And we're working on that for tribe socks too. We're not quite there yet with tribe, but it's all in the works. Super cool. And one last question before we move on. I will assume that the branded treats is probably only available in the U.S., right? Because of food customs laws and stuff like Surprisingly, that. Surprisingly, we do ship to Canada, Alex. Oh, this is fabulous news. Yeah, you have yeah. For your audience. Yes. Yeah, yes. So we just did all the work to get the VAT, the, the VAT information. We've shipped to Canada before, but now we're ready to, to do it you know, take the pain out of it for us. So yes, both companies, Tribe has shipped to Canada for a long time. No issues there. Fabulous. And yes, we can ship branded treats into Canada. So don't be afraid to, to, to execute on a Canadian pro program or project. You heard it here first. That was part two of a brilliant interview with Lisa Fosdick 
and it was all about the wild world of branded treats. Now, stay tuned because the next episode is going to be incredible. Lisa's going to go further. She is going to dive into a world that not too many people know about, a world that's still extremely mysterious, and it's the world of NFTs. Have you ever wondered how that world is going to intersect with your business? Have you ever wondered how that world is going to intersect with the world of promotional advertising? Well, stick around and check out episode three. It comes out next week with Lisa Fosdick.